0: This is Infants on Thrones. <laughs> listener Essay. Listener Essay. Listener listener. Listener. Welcome back to Infants on Thrones. I'm Glenn Ostland, and this is our November 2018 Listener Essay Contest where you, the listeners, get to say what you want to say, how you want to say it, where you want to say it, and it is more than a privilege that that where gets to be here, that we get to host these on Infants on Thrones, where so many of us are all infants sitting on different kinds of thrones, right? Today's essay comes from James and is titled James Story. And after you listen, please go to our website and vote for it and provide the author some personal feedback. Winners will be announced in early December. First place gets $200, second place $100, and third place $50. All right, ready, set, all right, go ahead.
1: A couple of years ago, we moved to Utah County. I figured it would be a little weird or different, and I was right. Unlike our neighborhood in Salt Lake, our new neighbors smoke a lot of weed, party hard, and get into frequent domestic disputes. We purchased our building lot from an older man who lives next door. He's a hardcore Mormon, you know, that one guy that still calls black people Negroes. In the entryway of his house, he even has a copy of that painting with the founding fathers having their temple work performed. We figured he'd be a good neighbor and would at least just keep to himself most of the time. What we didn't know is that several of his adult children live at home in the basement apartment, which is really close to our back fence. One night, I opened our back door to let our dog out and was surprised to hear someone yelling at the top of their lungs Fuck Joseph Smith, fuck Brigham Young, and Jesus Christ, and Holy the Ghost, and all the imaginary fairies you believe in. They're not real. Why don't you have them come save you right now if they are? It just kept going on and on. He kept ranting, and I couldn't hear anyone responding to him, but I suspected that his tirade was directed at his ex-wife. He continued to rant about how Christians should kill themselves because they're wasting our air and using up our natural resources. They're just a waste of space. It was at this point that I started getting worried. I didn't want to be the guy who looked the other way when someone was getting abused. I'm a scrawny 5'9 guy, not disposed to violence. I've had a few close calls, but I've never been in a real fight. But I picked up a golf club and went out the door to take a stroll past their house. Through the darkness, I could see the silhouettes of two people arguing out front. It was the old man's daughter and her ex-husband, as I had suspected. He comes around from time to time, and was obviously drunk. Then something snapped inside me, and I yelled, Hey, why don't you shut the fuck up and leave her alone? It looked like I had caught his attention this time. He sauntered through the darkness, out to the sidewalk, and greeted me with a few choice profanities. I was so fired up I was trembling and my heart was beating out of my chest. I told him I didn't want trouble, but just wanted to make sure that everyone was safe and that my kids were trying to sleep next door. He smelled of weed and vodka, and while repeating himself a few times, managed to explain to me that he's been in and out of jail for most of his life, and that things get handled a little differently in there. If I didn't mind my own business, I was going to get my ass kicked. So what's going on, man? I asked. He explained his frustration with his brothers-in-law, who don't even have jobs, but steal drug money from their parents. He'd come by to drop off his paycheck to support his kids, but instead of thanking him, they judge him for being an atheist and try to get him to repent and come to Jesus. Truth be told, my situation is not that different. I stopped believing a couple years ago, but my wife still believes it all. The both of us voiced our frustrations about when people assume the moral high ground simply because they believe in a supernatural being. Yeah, that's messed up, I said. I can see why you're pissed. We hashed it out for a few more minutes, and then the conversation turned to his drug habits. He apologized for smoking weed and getting drunk all the time. I told him that I honestly didn't care if they smoke, as long as things stay under control. Honestly, I wish they'd just, re- just legalize it so we can all move on. Wow, that's cool. I figured you guys were totally square. Well, yeah, we kind of are but at least I like fast cars and heavy music. Oh yeah, what kind of stuff do you listen to? He asked. Everything, you know. Slayer, Ringworm, Megadeth. No way, you're shitting me. Wow, I'm really surprised. Have you ever heard Trapped Under Ice? If you like Slayer, you'd love those guys. They're super heavy. Are you sure you aren't just pulling one over on me? We proceeded to talk about the virtues of heavy music, American muscle cars, big block Chevy engines, and all sorts of stuff like that. Well, we should have you guys over for beers and brats sometime, he said. Yeah, sure. Sorry for freaking out a bit. I just was worried about your ex-wife. We shook hands and parted ways. Wow, that was weird. If that conversation had happened a couple years ago, it might have ended very differently. It's a surreal feeling when you grow up in a sheltered Mormon household and then find yourself taking sides with the drunken ex-convict next door. Throughout my loss of faith, it's been a roller coaster of emotions. The past three years have been exhilarating, scary, depressing, exhausting, and liberating. I'm having to reevaluate everything now that I have the freedom to make my own decisions and establish my own moral code. I've also found myself empathizing more with people because the thick Mormon safety barrier wall between us has been broken down. It's sobering to realize that if it were not for a few small choices that I made as a kid, I could be standing in their shoes, unemployed, day drinking, and down on life. While I am really angry at the church, I can't discount the fact that it helped me keep out of, out of trouble as a teenager, even if it did come at the high cost of guilt and fear. My point being is that when all bets are off, you just never know what side you'll end up on, and sometimes you have to make hard decisions for yourself. But remember, if you ever find yourself in a pinch, just put on some Slayer and you can solve the world's problems.
0: Hey, that was great! All right, listeners, don't forget to go to our website and vote for this essay, provide some feedback. And if you've got something you want to say and you can squeeze it in before the end of November, record your own listener essay, send it to us, we'll post it. Come support us on Patreon. And as always, thanks for listening to Infants on Thrones. Hi, this is Hillary, Matthew, Ryan, Carol, Keith, and I like to play bingo online while listening to Infants on Thrones. You can comment on this episode on the website, infantsonthrones.com. And
1: if you really like what you hear, give the quorum a five-star rating and write a short review
0: on iTunes. I did. I did. I did. Anyone for the closing prayer? Thank you for listening to Infants on Thrones. Infants on Thrones. Oh, yeah. And one final thing. Uh, just because I've been getting more of these essays than I planned on, it's going to stretch into early December. Uh, so maybe December first, December second will be our last listener essay. You can vote for any or all of these. So I, I don't want anybody to I don't want anybody to be confused and think that you only have to vote for your favorite one. No, when you go and vote, you can. Vote. you can rank it as anywhere from one to five, how much you like it, and vote for as many of these as you want to. It's the quantity of people that vote and the scores that they give that are going to determine the final winner. So don't feel like you have only one vote to say. You can vote for every single one of these essays and provide feedback to the authors for every single one of these essays. I know they would love to hear what you think because they did this to share it with you. So please go to the websites for the essays that you like and that you want to vote for and do that. And we're going to be doing this (laughs) for the next little while uh, because I'm still getting essays coming in. But I'll stop it. We won't go further than the first week of December. And this, like everything else, is a canned message. So if you've heard this before and you don't want to hear it again, maybe I should have told that before. Anyway, blah, 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 Thank you for... blah.